0: Hello and welcome back to the Trick Play podcast on Fresh Take Network. I'm Simon Cheskovsky here with Caleb Peterson. Man,
1: I had to go I had to go anger bike. I just like biked up a hill um, <laughs> because I was so mad.
0: I was up 20 goddamn points. Tyree kill sucks. God damn it. <laughs> I'm so mad. And I I thought I was going
1: to be rich. Like <laughs> Feel an entire parking structure with that. Build an
0: entire baseball stadium. Yankee Stadium is filled with Lambos. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Trick Play Podcast on the Fresh Take Network. I'm Simon Cheskovsky here with Caleb Peterson. And shortly, we will be breaking down all the sports-related news, rumors, and drama that you are going to want to hear about. And this week, we are at the NFL trade deadline. So we'll be talking about that and who might be going, who might be staying. We'll see what's happening with that. Then we'll move into the NHL and talk about the McDavid injury and what it could mean for an Oilers team that was already struggling when he was on the ice. Then we'll move into the NBA and talk about some people some players who might actually be able to contend for the MVP award. Obviously we've seen mostly the same people winning in the last five years, that being Embiid, Giannis, and Jokic. We'll see if maybe some they switch it up a little bit this year. Then we'll get into the World Series, cause that is starting fairly soon. Hopefully we'll get to that before this week, uh, before this episode gets out. Or yep. Yeah. Something like that. My brain ain't working yet. Caleb, are you ready to get into it? Absolutely. Uh, So we're
1: going to get started off this week talking about the NFL trade deadline, which is quickly approaching. We've already seen some moves that we've kind of briefly talked about, um, talking about stuff like Chase Claypool, going to the Dolphins. Um, There's some rumors that have been going around just about people who could be on the move. So we're going to discuss... who could potentially be on the move heading up to um, the Halloween trade deadline. So we've got a list a list of about 25 players here. We won't get to all of them, obviously, but we'll hit some of the big names that could potentially be on the move, um, who they could potentially be going to, um, and what a trade could look like. So we'll we'll start off. Um, the biggest name on this list, especially after the performance he had on Monday night against the San Francisco 49ers, is Kirk Cousins. How likely do you think a Kurt Cousins trade is, Simon? And if so, who do you think he's going to be going to?
0: Well, truthfully, I'm not too sure. I think he's one of those guys where, in my head, I think it's it'd be really weird to see him on another team. I definitely would have thought that he'd be retiring with the Vikings or whether that be them forcing him out and he's just done or whether it could be a hundred different things, right? But it does feel weird to potentially see Kurt Cousins on a different team. Trying to pick one is tough because there's a lot of teams in this league that would benefit from another quarterback. Immediately, my head goes to a team like the Jets, maybe. Yeah. I feel like, as, and I don't want to say this because I feel like I'm going to insult some Bears fans here, but maybe the Bears if they want to try and do something like that. Like There are a lot of teams in the NFL who do need a quarterback. So I think I think my, if, you, if I were to pick one team that needs them the most, I'd probably say the Jets. How likely that's going to happen considering they have – Aaron Rodgers signed long term, or at least somewhat long term, longer than having Kirk Cousins would ever benefit them for. I don't know. Like yeah, uh, he's think... definitely a harder one to pin down.
1: I think the important thing to realize with Kirk Cousins is that he is um, on like his deal is yeah. expiring. He is going to be a free agent after this year, and I think that's kind of where the conversation comes in around trading him. Like he's going to. The vikings aren't going to be able to keep him the possibility that they resign him with how they've been doing this year like are they going to be rebuilding if so they probably don't want a 35 year old quarterback on their team for long term um so trading him is just kind of the idea that you're going to get rid of him for some sort of value um before you just lose him in free agency and so that's what i think is interesting it's like do you want to do that if you're the vikings or do you want to actually try to make a run for the playoffs I think their game against the 49ers could kind of go both ways. Because now they are kind of back in contention. They're 3-4. and four. Um, They're right in the thick of the NFC wildcard race now. Do you want to keep Kirk Cousins to finish that out? But also, you've just had Kirk Cousins play the best game of the season, if not the best game of his entire career. Um, and do you want to try to leverage that value to get something for him after teams seeing what he could do against the best defense in the league? That's where it kind of goes both ways for me um I think like you mentioned the Jets I think that's kind of the perfect place for him to go like I I don't really see him going anywhere else because I think if you're the Jets it just depends how much you want to try to leverage the roster you have because you have Aaron Rodgers signed long term but he's probably not going to be back this season as much as he can go on the Pat McAfee show like fucking five times a week um and (laughs) listen he's he's not playing football he's
0: got to do something
1: (laughs) pat mcafee just needs to like get him off the show it's just embarrassing yeah
0: well like, oh my god i actually um, i i could definitely say this has been the nfl season i've watched the least amount of pat mcafee for so i can't say that i've seen too much of the aaron Rodgers well, this year but to be honest with it's you it's just the it's, clips whatever i see like, yeah oh i was gonna god. say whenever i see the clips it's like it feels like he's on every 10 seconds i remember uh sitting in uh I'm in a broadcast news program to explain this because to the uninitiated, this might sound really weird, but in our newsroom, we had, we pulled up ESPN because, uh, why the fuck not? And the Pat McAfee show was on and Aaron Rodgers was on. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird luck that he's on at this exact moment. We throw it on the TV. Then the next day, you know, throw it on. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. What the fuck? What's the chance of that? Like, it's like, it's, it's definitely kind of, I don't, I understand oh, Pat, now that he just has another more guest. time. <laughs> Well, no, I get I think they still have plenty of guests. I think that I understand that he just has more time now, but how much can an injured quarterback have to say before it's just Before old he's starts devolving into taking wind. shots
1: at Travis Kelsey for taking the vaccine? It's yeah. like, oh my god, you're embarrassing yourself. Get yeah. the hell off my screen. Yeah. Anyways, um <laughs>
0: Um but I do think I do think it's like Kirk Cousins. Cousins said, Aaron Rodgers would get along in a quarterback room, like watching tape. They would. You think so? Well, they would. They, they, I think they would. They big Kirko, like, oh, like the big family guy, you know.
1: I mean, they, they both don't like taking the vaccine, so. Um, I mean, Kirk, Kirk's whole yeah. Kirk thing <laughs> yes. is if I die, I die. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers would <laughs> probably vibe with that. Um, they're both like thirty-five that's true. Year old Kirk white Cousins men. Would probably would fuck look, with that. That's, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, they're both like late thirties, mid early 40s white men they'd get along fine True. um
0: <laughs> although maybe, they do maybe, have the same number
1: maybe that do they isn't Kirk Cousins eight
0: yeah Rodgers eight.
1: Oh yeah right I forgot that he's not yeah. 12 anymore so who's, oh, what yeah. are they what are Kirk, they doing Kirk they... Cousins is changing his number then Aaron Rodgers has already changed it it's not like Kirk's going back yeah <laughs> I don't know they maybe 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 there's some sort of deal that goes no on
0: that's going eight. to be that's going to be the reason that he doesn't go to the Jets. He's like, can't wear number yeah, eight. Of the habit numbers. Yeah, because not numbers, not happening. I really habit. want
1: it. I really want it to happen now. Can you imagine? Like, I I like thinking about them in a quarterback room together. Yeah. Do you think
0: Aaron Rodgers well, could get Kirk Cousins to try ayahuasca? Well, that's what I mean. Because it's like Family Guy Christian <laughs> Kirk Cousins in a room in a room with, <laughs> with drug Can user. Can you just imagine it? Like Aaron
1: Rodgers. It's like it's like hey hey Kirk Kirk Kirk. I listen listen like. I, I, I know you probably haven't done it before, but like, hear me out on this. If you just go to a dark room and take some of this stuff, like, I don't know, you'll be trying. oh, jeez, oh, geez, geez Aaron, geez, Aaron, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about
0: this. Oh, geez, like, you're doing your best Morty impression. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, A Rod, uh, my my son's a really big fan of you. Uh, can you come? You don't know? Fuck that! I hate kids. Do drugs. <laughs> It, <laughs> yeah, but be, past it, I basic defamation of character. What What do you actually think of uh, the Jets' <laughs> chance with Kirk Cousins on their roster?
1: <laughs> okay, like I, I do think if if Kirk Cousins goes to the Jets, I think that um, that Jets team is immediately back to being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I think at this point in his career, Kirk Cousins is not that much worse than Aaron Rodgers. Um, maybe I'm coming off of the high I of...
0: I don't disagree,
1: necessarily. Uh, coming off of the high of last game against the Niners, he looked like a top-five quarterback in the league. Like, he was insanely precise. He did get a little bit of, a, of luck um, with his terrible throw ac- across the middle to Jordan Addison. Instead of getting picked, it was taken in for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, but there was, like, he made some insane throws, especially when under pressure... Um, and it's the kind of thing where everybody likes to hate on Kirk Cousins, but I do think that he has improved quite a bit. Um, I agree. I I actually like to think that year. Kirk
0: Cousins is a very <coughs> excuse me very good quarterback for the end for in the league right now. I think that this is probably the worst team he's had around him. Yeah. especially without very without very Justin down.
1: Jefferson now.
0: Without Justin Jefferson now, it's very true. Jordan Addison is great. Jordan Addison has been great this year. He's not enough. I think that he's not throw, Justin Jefferson. He's not Justin Jefferson. Of course not. And I think if you throw him on a, this Jets roster, like I pulled it up just to properly just have it all in front of me, you are giving him Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Tyler Conklin. All of a sudden, this looks way more depressing than it actually is, but you get the point. It's And with that defense as well, this is just way more balanced of a team. I honestly think that they would very much be a Super Bowl contender with Kirk. Do the Jets
1: not have anybody past Garrett Wilson? Like... Uh, I swear their receiver depth chart looked so much more stacked at the start of the year.
0: Yeah, we had that conversation. Um,
1: I mean, they got rid of McCole Hardman,
0: which they did. does a lot. Yeah. Well, that's why I started reading it. In my head, I was like, yeah, they have good receivers. And then I started reading names. And the second I listed Alan Lazard as a strong second receiver, I was like, my brain, like, stopped myself. and went, wait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that ain't it. That ain't it. Right. <laughs> it's down to Garrett Wilson and the Aaron Rodgers leftovers. But yeah. like Garrett Kevin Garrett Wilson is still like an take Garrett, and it's not
0: like I'd take Garrett Wilson over Addison, I think.
1: Even I then. would too. And I yeah. would take Allen I would take Allen Lazard over um like KJ Hamler.
0: The rest like, of the Vikings.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, Hawkins. Cuz I mean Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Cousins, Kurt Cousins was thrown to like um, Brandon Powell to win them the game on Monday. Like he Yeah. This is I mean, obviously i don't mean This is miss also miss probably
0: one of the better o-lines he's played in front of as well which is another conversation you can definitely have like it's a very good o-line they have with the Jets. it sucks that it sucks
1: that there's so many injuries on it yeah yeah
0: Yeah, that is the thing that immediately sticks out to me as well where it's 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 the lot of the defense i think is
1: the key part yeah the defense is the key part it's by like the the jets defense is probably one of the best defenses in the league
0: yeah, like hell. Let's like this is, let's this actually take a beating. look at the Kirk Kirk Cousins stats. Like how because also, just to like emphasize how much offense he's able to generate. You throw him on that Jets team who have already like we've mentioned had a, a very good very good defense. And is it that big of a stretch to say that all of a sudden they're just incredible? Like <laughs> because not allowing a lot of points and scoring a lot of points. Yeah equals winning football games as crazy as that might sound right mm-hmm. so it's just and i mean the
1: jets the jets are coming off of a win against the team that's probably the best in the nfl right now they beat the eagles the last time they played a football game with zach wilson yeah and they only put up 20 points like that defense has been holding teams like do you not think they're going to beat um the chiefs holding them to 23 points if they have kurt cousins a quarterback yeah like then they've already they've already beat the uh, and their schedule gets so much easier because they had to play the Bills, um, Cowboys, Chiefs, and Eagles in the first like six weeks of the season. Now with this kind of a schedule left, do you not think they're going to be able to get into the playoffs with Kirk Cousins? Like, I think they could even get into the playoffs with Zach Wilson.
0: Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It, yeah, I agree. I I still think it's the this kind of Jets thing, roster can almost carry itself. To a certain degree, but especially. Yeah, but if they want to win you can't win a Super Bowl off Zach Wilson. You can hear all you want about like teams that have won the Super Bowl before off of great defense and a good quarterback or a bad or a bad quarterback, sorry. And it in this case it won't work. I don't think the Jets win jack shit without with Zach Wilson. And that and I don't even necessarily think he's the worst quarterback in the world, but he's not Kirk Cousins, and he's definitely not A-Rod. Yeah, and I think when you, like, if,
1: if you're thinking about
0: that historically,
1: you're basically asking, is, um, A, is the Jets' defense as good as the Broncos' defense was in 2015? Or and the Ravens. How, like, in, like, 2013?
0: Yeah. And even or, Joe like, Flacco was back that, even
1: that Joe Bur- Joe Flacco had a great season that year. Yeah. Like I don't think that's the the biggest comparable I can say is the twenty fifteen Broncos where they rolled out the decrepit corpse of Peyton Manning onto the field every yeah. night and the Broncos <laughs> defense just won them the game. Well, I mean like, that's what then it would past be. that you'd probably have Peyton to go May. further back. Like
0: when I said the Ravens, I meant two different Ravens teams, like the 2000 Like the two thousand
1: yeah, two thousand Ravens with yeah, like Trent like Dilfer at quarterback. That's the, yeah. yeah,
0: that's the name. I couldn't remember the name of them. But uh, that's another one that comes to mind, where it's just the type of thing where clearly either the Jets need to trade for Kirk Cousins or call up the Ravens and ask for some advice. Cause, cause and, and that Ravens
1: defense, I don't know. Is, is legendary. The Jets defense as Yeah, good no, as, no, it's not. As good it, absolutely as not. That's not you know, the To be Reed clear,
0: not the Ray argument
1: Lewis I was and... making.
0: <laughs> no. Not at all the argument I was making. I'm just trying to say, like, I, I'm just trying to say that, in a nutshell, I think that. The Jets can obviously try and make a run with Zach Wilson. Will it work? Probably not. I don't think that there's any really merit in even trying. Because let's say, best case scenario, Aaron Rodgers regrows his leg. And he, uh, you know, in using whatever science he can come up with, and ends up getting back in time for the playoffs. That's suggesting that they stay positive with Zach Wilson as their quarterback. How much do you trust... Aaron Rodgers to come off the bench after sitting on the bench all year, being like hurt. Sure, he's reworking his leg, but do you really trust him to come off the bench and probably win a wild card game and then win yeah. four straight? Wild card game, probably on the road. That too. Yeah, because like, that's something that I feel like a lot of people aren't thinking about. Do you really? What's the chances? Sure. A-Rod will be coming off rehab. What's the chance he's fully 100% if he comes back in the playoffs? Zero. Exactly. Zero. It's an
1: Achilles. Exactly. An Achilles that's something tear. that
0: not a lot of people are talking about. But in football, it's not necessarily as much of a prime killer as it is in sports like basketball and hockey. But it's still very apparent, and A-Rod will be feeling it. Like for the rest of his career, whether that affects him in the playoffs this year or next year or the year after that, he'll be feeling it. Like we have seen, whether like I think that uh, you can say whatever you want about how well A Rod played the year before, but we with him getting hurt in week one, we saw the official end of A Rod's prime. Like it's the type, of, it's the same. I I'd argue it's this, almost the same type of thing where and you, sure he fell off the year before, but not as not that big of a fall off, right? Like, uh, it's the same thing as you can, like... When these types of injuries happen, you can literally label the exact moment that the player was never the same.
1: Yeah, and I think I think Arod has the chance to come back from it, um, but I think doing it at any point um, in this season is just irresponsible from the Jets' perspective yeah. because I think the chances that he gets re-injured are just so high if he plays... Gets re-injured even the or even just,
0: like... Because the thing with an Achilles is it's so, it's so easy to reinjure something like that that I don't. It just doesn't make any sense. I, and even from A Rod's perspective, let's say he goes out there, like people are already saying that he should just retire. That was something that was being said after Week One, and imagine he goes out there, Wild Card, for like ten snaps, reinjures himself. He's out for the rehabbing for the rest of the summer. Do you really like what and do you he, think the chances he would are he not, comes back after that?
1: Yeah, I, I I mean he wouldn't like he'd have to miss, even if he wants to come back, which I think he would, he'd have to miss most of the next season too. Yeah. So I don't know. That that is kind of interesting, just to bring it like to bring it back to the Kurt Cousins thing, I do think of just making that move and riding about to the end of his deal. This we are <laughs> one person into this list. Um God, we fucking suck at
0: this. Okay, we should move <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> Just just to wrap up on Kirk Cousins though, like I think the big thing is is just like, is um, do the Jets care that much about this season? Do the Vikings, are the Vikings actually wanting to like rebuild or do they want to try to run out this season? And then um, just like, well, that's what I mean. I feel like he's gonna come back to this team. I feel like a Kirk Cousins
0: trade is a bit of a fantasy type thing where it's just. Like, sure, it might make sense on paper. Like, the ideal, obviously, like you said, you can imagine, you think that Kirk Cousins going to the Jets would be perfect. Perfect scenario. Like, everything works out, everyone wins. But that doesn't always happen in sports. I feel like it's more likely that the the Vikings end up running out the season with Kirk Cousins. I think, I think you, so, too. I think if anything's going to happen, especially now that, like you said, I believe they're three and four, right? That is not right. end of the world. And uh, yeah, like the
1: the Niners were three and four last year after seven games.
0: Yeah, like it's not, not to say
1: they're the Niners, but no, of course not.
0: But they they could be a wild card team. Holy crap! I yep. did not know that one of his nicknames was Kirk Tober. That is so awesome. <laughs> I've never heard that. before. You've never heard that. I'm on pro football is reference. This... Yeah,
1: pro football reference is infamous for nicknames for people that have never been used. Oh,
0: really? <laughs> like, okay,
1: because <laughs> that is Cap- so captain awesome. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, captain Kirk, Kirk, Kirk yeah, yeah. Kirktober, but, no. Just Kirktober, like give me any so other awesome. player, and there will,
0: like, let's see. Let's How see. are you all enjoying? Der- Coke- have you Coke-tober? ever <laughs> have you
1: ever heard anybody called Derek Henry Tractor Cedo?
0: I think so, actually. I have heard that before.
1: There's no way. There's no I've, way. That wrote okay. the bell.
0: I don't know where I would have heard it, but I think I have heard Tractor no. c before. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay,
1: and then, like, okay, let's see. Rus- Russell Wilson. Have you ever heard anyone call Russell Wilson
0: the asterisk?
1: Why? Or Robot
0: Russell. <laughs> Well, Robot Russell, because he played, like, a stupid amount of games in a row. That actually makes sense. The asterisk? Why? Okay, but I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Like, none of these,
1: uh, this is a fun thing to do for anybody who's watching. It's just to go on Pro Football Reference and look up random players you know, and just look at the insane nicknames.
0: What do they got?
1: Tom Brady, that's a great question. TB12, Tom Terrific, Touchdown Tom. The Pharaoh? The Pharaoh. Has anybody sir. ever called Tom Brady the
0: Pharaoh? Just sir. Sir. <laughs> sir.
1: Comeback kid, he's 46. <laughs> Bro. Comeback okay, kid like, wait, should wait. Be
0: fucking retiring. Yeah. The Peyton Manning Peyton home. Manning.
1: <laughs> the caveman. Who is called Peyton Manning the caveman? Who has ever done Oh that? no,
0: no, that's because of his forehead. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah.
1: Paid pay dirt. That's actually not that bad.
0: <laughs> What's some other one? The like, sheriff is the one that everybody yeah, knows. Yeah, the sheriff, yeah. Let's, What's let's another bring, what let's bring it into like about, the like fairly recent Pat McAfee. The boomstick
1: has anybody ever called pat mcafee the boomstick what
0: do you think pat mcafee would respond to somebody calling him the boomstick nowadays i don't think he'd turn his head you don't like, think, I, so? <laughs> I, think he would just,
1: I think he would just assume they're like if you
0: go on else. the uh the pod the pat mcafee podcast and just go it feels so good to be on a podcast with the boomstick do you think pat mcafee yeah. is like going nuts i think he would look at you funny that sounds like the type of thing that Pat McAfee probably called himself in high, in like college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Let's... they don't have any fun ones
1: for Aaron Rodgers. They just call him A. they got any good ones boring. for Gino? That's a good question. Probably not, because he hasn't been. No, they don't. They don't. Eugene Cyril
0: are... Smith the Third. I did not know that was. A that's study. just his actual name. Yeah. I guess Gino. That makes sense. Eugene. I'm gonna start calling him Eugene it's <laughs> so much better eugene smith can you can you guess before you look it up can you guess what the nickname
1: they have for tyler lockett is Ooh, i don't even know how this tiny ties. no no e no e why i don't know no e no error no i don't know i don't know what does the no e mean what is that referring to dk metcalf DK Metcalf doesn't have any, oh. I looked. Yeah, he just has his incredible name. DeKalen Zecharias Metcalf? Yeah,
0: it's a great... I wish I had that middle name. That is so cool. Zecharias. Yeah, this is way better than the rest of the list. Let's just go through all this shit on pro <laughs> football reference. What's another name? What's another name? Richard,
1: Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman, Optimus
0: Prime. Nothing for Drew Brees. Optimus Prime? Really? Yeah, or Uncle Sherm. Oh, I've, I've heard never uncle, heard anybody call them. I that. feel like Uncle Sherm I've heard. That sounds like something I I that would have been said by like the official Seahawks Instagram.
1: No, that's like um, That's Uncle Will. That's Will Disley. Oh. When I when that's I think when I, I think uncle I it's Uncle yeah, Will. Yeah. You're totally right. Which I don't even know where Uncle Will came from, but at least that's like accurate. Pro. Oh yeah, Pro Football does have a Uncle Will. There we go. There's something at least.
0: Oh okay. Um, Mahomes. I found some good ones. For him. Holy shit! Holy shit! That's amazing. Does Mahomes <laughs> have some good ones? He has tonight? a good one. Okay. okay, guess. Take a guess. He has. Oh, I, I just, I just looked at them. You just saw it. <gasps> Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Who the Damn, fuck
1: this has bro, ever this, called this? Him poor Patrick? pro football reference writer. Their team just got beat by the Chiefs, and they just want to wreak havoc on Mahomes. <laughs> i
0: Any the Ma- Showtime is not Mahomes That's absolutely not Mahomes Magic Man, The Musician Grim Reaper Nobody's ever called him that I've never heard that That is so awesome What's another like
1: am looking at Justin Herbert
0: I could spend the entire podcast doing this This is way funnier <laughs> This is way better than anything Her- else we could ever do it's true. We're setting it's the true. bar very high, for the rest of the time, just because of the fact that. I don't know if it... is this a thing that's well known that they just make up their own nicknames. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. What's like another good one? Fuck, I'm running out Herbert of. Herbert has players. nothing. Yeah, I go looked up like Justin. Dak Jefferson. Prescott. Oh, uh, oh, Dak Prescott. Just go to like Play- Dak oh, Prescott. Oh, I have one that might that has potential. Mike Vick. Oh yikes! There's a lot of things that could potentially Dak, be said about Mike Vick. Dak Nothing. Prescott
1: is a good one. Dak Prescott is the fortress apparently, which I've never heard anybody use. Um, Dak Prescott. I also Prescott, like that. The fortress. Dak Prescott's real name is Rain. Rain Dakota Prescott. I did not know that.
0: Rain. That Dak Prescott. is his
1: middle name. Yeah. Wow. They I also did not know that the Mike
0: Vick really did not have a very good touchdown to interception ratio. Not incredible. Well,
1: that wasn't what that wasn't what he was there for.
0: Yeah, he was he was there to run.
1: <laughs> he was there to run and then abuse animals sometimes. Yeah, um,
0: sometimes. <laughs> well, that's why I thought maybe, oh. like the dog fighter. Yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I wanna find like Let some it. like legendary one, but I'm struggling. I'm trying Let to it. the Mah- Mahomes is pretty good. Fatrick. Fat trick is a good one.
1: Oh. oh they got they got Gronk right at least. It's just Gronk.
0: It's just Gronk.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Travis Kelsey. Oh. Depends how recently oh. they've updated yeah. this. Cause yeah, you could you could do some fun stuff with the Taylor Swift crap, but Yeah. What's like uh or just go like super old, like name it. Like, do they have any like really whack ones for like old players? The older players. Oh, just Broadway Joe.
1: Broadway Joe. Yeah, okay, That's, that makes that sense. One I've heard. Yeah. What about like Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, like. The Blonde Bomber. <laughs> That's fucking. That's, e- great. that's even funnier knowing Terry Bradshaw now. Like I, I, because I, I obviously bald? wasn't around in the seventies. I picture him. Well, he's got like he's the bald spot on top. And yeah, he, like, yeah, yeah. And <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, that's great.
1: Okay, well, Terry Bradshaw is funny.
0: Remember when we said this was gonna be a trade deadline thing? <laughs> I don't. Okay, number two, Brian Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, should
1: we talk about Brian Burns?
0: Okay, Brian Burns. Why is he going to the Seahawks? Oh yeah, because he's going to the Seahawks. Great. Where's Buda Baker going?
1: Okay, Brian Burns is probably. I don't know. Brian Brian Burns. If I actually want to talk about Brian Burns, sure, let's do I think. It. Um. I think it's interesting, Brian Burns. This is such a hard cut from what we were talking about before. Oh yeah, big time. Um, That's why I did it. Yeah, no, one hundred percent, just to uh, make it as un-
0: un- as difficult as humanly possible. <laughs> Let's put your Brian as far away from the name Brian Burns as possible and then talk about (laughs) Brian Burns. So Brian
1: Burns, um, I think Brian Burns, I, obviously, very intriguing just because young pass rusher that I think hasn't got the chance to really shine because he's on the Panthers and nobody has cared about the Panthers in the last four years because they haven't really done anything, um. I think if you put him on an actual playoff team, I think that would make a lot of noise. He um, and it's, is it's an,
0: consistently someone who has averaged just below double-digit sacks, which is something that doesn't get talked about a lot because that is very impressive. Like he yeah. came into the league and, averaging seven and a half, and he has been above that ever since.
1: Yeah, and he's got so he's got a four-year, um, a four-year deal. That is very cheap. Oh, oh isn't, isn't it his last he's, year? He's gonna be a he's gonna be a free agent next yeah. year. Yeah, okay. So, he's still he's still playing on his rookie deal and this is yeah. like they took the fifth year option. So reasonably
0: so. reasonably if he goes somewhere, it needs to be somewhere that is it's either a team that literally just needs the last piece and is willing to let him go at the end of the year, or it needs to be someone who can sign him at the end of the year. Which is yeah. the two things you have to like think about, right? It's just like Kirk
1: Cousins where he's probably gonna be a rental.
0: Um Yeah well the thing is he's so good of a player that i feel like at least personally if i'm a team i don't know if i necessarily want to let him go like trade for him because even if he is going to be a rental there is i don't know i'd have a really hard time arguing just to pick him up on a rental deal just because of the amount you might have to drop for him i don't know what the estimated asking price is for him i think that really would D- yeah. determined for me what I,
1: i've heard a, i've heard like a first round pick
0: if it's like, going to be a first you need to ensure that he's coming back right like yeah
1: i i think so i think you probably have to do a first and then sign immediately
0: either a first and sign immediately or it ready. needs to be a team that has the money to at least be like okay he's gonna want to come back for one so it can't be a team that this will be their last year to try it like i could see we were talking about the Seahawks potentially doing it, but I feel like he th- they'd be a team that might struggle in this scenario because if I'm a pending free agent, I don't know how much I like the odds of how much I'll like signing a 5-year deal in Seattle when our quarterback is 34. Or I think yeah. Geno's 34, right? Like uh I it's the type of thing where I think if I'm Brian Burns, I want to go to a contender, but I want to go to a young contender that needs a deal.
1: Yeah, owner, so right? I'm I'm looking at so, cap space is a little bit tricky because it's really hard. It's like the Niners have the most cap space now, which would be <laughs> terrifying. That um, would be. But terrifying. that cap space, that I think a bunch of deals start kicking in. What would that D line end
0: up being for, like, overall for the Niners?
1: Randy Gregory, Nick Bosa. Yeah. Um, like. I don't even want to think about that, but I don't think it's going to happen because what oh, happens probably. to the Niners' salary cap is they're at forty million, and then a bunch of deals kick in, and the <sighs> to be the space fair, they have next year if is if anybody's going
0: to make a stupid trade like that for no reason other than to fuck the rest of the NFL, it would be the Niners. I'm yeah, thinking I CMC. Don't think, I, <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't think they have that. No though, Because not. they that they with the deals that it's looked like that it looks like are kicking in, they don't have. Room to sign really well, anybody other than another than one that we year. quickly
0: brought up that could potentially be moving into contending in the next couple years. I don't know about necessarily, I don't know what the record is at this exact moment, to be honest with you. But uh, so give me a second to find that. But the Jacksonville Jack, oh, they're fine for two. Okay, so that is another team that you can throw in that mix where they're a team, they have a young quarterback, your overall young core. They will be contending quite a bit for the next 10 years. If I'm Brian Burns, I feel like going to Jacksonville. Would be a very good option. It's just and whether Jacksonville. Do you think Jacksonville would want him for one? And what do you think? Oh, yeah. that looks like for. Them? I think
1: they. I think they would. I think that's a pretty good realistic destination, um, because I think that um, when you're looking at the Jags, obviously you're gonna have to give him a ton of money, but it would be nice because he doesn't have to be the guy. He no. shares that with Josh Allen, I and I say. think that would be great yeah. for great for them because now they can get pressure up both edges and that like is a huge piece for them i think that's definitely a team that can do it just looking at cap space for next year i think another team while they may not do it because they probably want some of this cap space to sign guys um who are kind of going into their um like ending their rookie deals yeah would be the Bengals. um i don't know how much they have 85 million dollars in cap space next year i don't know how much of that is going to go to guys like jamar chase who need to
0: in um, my head, I was deal, thinking the Bengals but, because that is another team that I would slide right next to Jacksonville. Where a young quarterback going to be contending yeah. for years to come. Come and their defense has not been historically and, incredible, other than that one season they went to the Super Bowl. So
1: and he also doesn't have to be the guy there because no. he has Trey Hendrickson. It's another very thing true. where you create pressure off both sides. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to say even, even with Josh
0: Allen, where they have very comparable stats. I would say Brian Burnt, like sack-wise, I'd say Brian Burns slightly has the upside, just overall career average. But the nice thing is they're both young. They're both, I believe they're both 25, actually. Josh Allen's 26. Yes. But they're both very young. You signed both of them to long-term deals, and you have your defensive line set for the next decade, potentially.
1: Yeah. Which
0: you have to, for the Jags, that could be huge. Because immediately you just build up this offense a little bit more, Trevor Lawrence gets a bit better, and you're a Super Bowl contender. Hell, you get them now, you'd be a Super Bowl contender if you're Jacksonville, I think.
1: Yeah. And I think that just depends on how much Carolina wants to really rebuild. Um, Yeah. How much, like, I don't. Carolina is just such an in, in an interesting place right now because I think their roster isn't nearly as good as they thought, and especially I thought. I mean, I predicted. Yeah, no, I did the same. Year, Me and
0: you both. Well, Bryce. Um, let's if we want to take a look at Bryce Young. Even he's been underperforming for most of the year, to what people are had you... expected of him.
1: I feel like if you get, that's the worry, is I feel like if you get rid of pre- pieces like Brian Burns, it's almost like, are you wasting the years that you have of Bryce Young in a rookie contract, or just potentially making him look even worse and wasting that draft pick anyways? Like, yeah. that's the kind of thing that I worry about um, well, with that.
0: And the thing is, with Bryce Young, it could be just be the case where he might just need a year to kind of figure shit out. Because it's not like I think everybody Everybody assumed he'd come in and immediately dominate, but it's not easy. Like, sure, quarterbacks can be undersized in this league and work. I want to emphasize with that. But that doesn't mean it's easy to be 5'10 and succeed in the NFL, right? And that's something that I feel like yeah. needs to be talked about more. Maybe it's just the thing where maybe he needs a year. Maybe he needs a year to get shit figured out, right? So I don't think it's unreasonable to say that maybe next year Bryce Young bounces back and all of a sudden this Carolina team is a lot more better off. But, I mean, is that a risk you want to take if you're Brian Burns? Or the Carolina Panthers, for that matter? Signing a defensive end who's currently 25. And do you really want to be locked into that deal if you have to rebuild again? Because you're not moving yeah. it would you sign for him the- to that contract. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, the other... If we wanna, I, I think that that sums up Brian Burns pretty well. Yeah. Like I, yeah. If you wanna move on, I think, um, another couple interesting guys we can talk about in this list that kind of go together, um, sure. That maybe may probably won't be traded, but I think it's it's interesting. Is uh, Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins? There have been kind yeah. of rumors flying around for both of them, um, and I think both of those players, more so DeAndre Hopkins, quite honestly. Would just be such a huge piece to a lot of teams that would need them. Like, I don't know, the Kansas City Chiefs with DeAndre Hopkins with all the <laughs> we talked about that at the that beginning of the year having.
0: as well when DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. was looking for a trade. Imagine if, uh, yeah, he ends up. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be wild. Or it? even
1: even the Jaguars, like Calvin Ridley hasn't done quite what they've wanted. Um, yeah. You put you put DeAndre Hopkins there, or maybe DeAndre Hopkins now that. Um, the team that he started his career with is looking a little better. Maybe he goes to the Texans and gives CJ Stroud a true
0: wide receiver one. Yeah. That's another. That last one's interesting. A little bit of a homecoming. Yeah. I don't know how much I. I just don't, see, I'd put I don't that. see how
1: the Titans is working out. Like, I, I don't know. I don't like, know how. I, I thought I, it
0: would, I, truthfully. It's just. No,
1: and he's. He's doing fine. It's just like the team he's on, they're no. such a limited season. Tannehill he's still is still playing
0: well. The thing we've learned in the last two years is Tannehill, you can't win with Tannehill anymore. He just, truthfully, you can't. And I think the Titans are trying to hold on to him for dear life, basically. And we're seeing what happens with that. When you try and, try and get a player... Uh, Ryan Tannehill's middle name is Timothy? Anyway, <laughs> you try and get a player like that to try and win you games... I mean, okay. There must have been who is has Levis been playing games for them? Tan- so
1: Tannehill Tannehill is hurt now. um, And oh. there, this was a headline this week. Tannehill has been playing, but Levis might start next week.
0: Okay, so and has Willis he played, has all played all of the games? Some. But prior to this conversation, um, because if so, off, this is on okay. and off. Because he's had do you like know he went down the pick. The ratio is right now. No. Do you have a guess? I assume it's not great.
1: I assume it's not great. Um, Do you have
0: a guess? Because it's probably worse than you think.
1: I don't know. I'd say he's thrown maybe like 10 touchdowns to six picks, let's say.
0: You got the picks right.
1: Six picks? Six How picks. How many touchdowns? Two. Is it more
0: touchdowns? Two. Two. There's no way. That's crazy. That's what Pro Football Reference says. You know the thing that no that has Ryan H- Ryan Timothy Tannehill has only thrown two touchdowns. Timothy Tim,
1: Timothy. good old Tim Tannehill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> good, old, good old Timothy Tannehill. God, he should have gone with that. That's so much cooler. God Tim damn Tannehill.
1: it. Hey, can pull it. He can pull it. He can Timothy pull it. Tannehill
0: up. with the touchdown. <laughs> He
1: can pull a Rain <laughs> Prescott and go by his middle name.
0: That'd be so sick. That's how, honestly, the only situation I could see myself getting behind Mr. Tannehill would be if he changes his name to Timothy. Tim. Yeah. Tim
1: Tim Tannehill just sounds like the little... No, no no, child no, no, no. Not
0: Tim. That... Timothy. Timothy. It no, needs no, to be no, Tim.
1: I, I don't know. Tim Tim Tannehill just, like, I think if you go with the Timothy, it's going to be shortened to Tim. Fair. And Tim Tannehill yeah. just sounds like the little sickly child that's in a Christmas movie, <laughs> that's like about to die. Currently, or whatever, and then Tannehill's projected or
0: season stats. His projected season stats on ESPN is six touchdowns, seventeen picks.
1: Jesus, that's <laughs> awful.
0: What's Kirk Cousins? Like, I, I don't, I don't, Let's I go. don't see
1: why. What's to go back Kirk to Andre Hopkins, I don't know why he signed there. I don't know why he signed there.
0: Yeah, no, I don't DeAndre, think anybody does.
1: I mean, if you're DeAndre Hopkins, you might as well be thinking...
0: Like, Remember at the beginning of the offseason when he said he only wanted to play with elite quarterbacks?
1: Yeah, he must be frustrated as hell. Because he's not having that bad of a season. Like, he's that or he saw it
0: coming a mile away.
1: <laughs> also, it is still better than playing with the Cardinals right now. So, he did still upgrade.
0: That's fair. Yeah, that's, that's probably fair. I mean... <sighs> I don't know. Like, uh, the funny thing is right now, I agree. I, I do think that, uh, well, would you rather be playing with a two-touchdown Tannehill over Josh Dobbs?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Josh Dobbs has been not that bad. So maybe That's not, what I mean. What's, how many touchdowns Josh Dobbs got? <laughs> more than More than two. More than two.
0: Did you have on your bingo card that Josh Dobbs, or what's his full name? It didn't even come up. ESPN does not have a page for Oh, I just it's Joshua Dobbs. My bad ESPN. Is, okay, and what the, is he has six touchdowns. Six touchdowns, three picks. So much better season than Tannehill. Can you believe we live in a world where Joshua Dobbs is better than Tannehill? I can. Actually I believe that quite easily. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, he's been pretty good honestly yeah poor poor guy poor guy is one and eight in his career though that's rough yeah. oh oh you what know you, you know what's you know what's funny enough Arizona you know started. what's funny enough what uh what we're talking about what can you guess what team Josh Dobbs played for before he was with the Cardinals who's the last team he started
0: a game for the Titans <laughs> the Tennessee Titans what two touchdowns two picks not yep. bad. Yep. Can you Better believe that Josh Dobbs doing. is a starter in twenty twenty three? I can, cause yeah. Taylor sucks.
1: <laughs> and he's probably and he's not and he's not even one of the worst ones. Like, no, God no, he's been okay. Credit credit to Josh Dobbs. To be um, fair,
0: you cannot and you cannot sin him for having eight losses because you'd have a lot more if you were the quarterback for the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just. Like, which is pretty nuts i don't well the thing is there's so many names on this list that there's no way we'll be able to touch on all of them sadly uh yeah. if we want to gloss think, over some of them we didn't really talk about derrick henry and where he'd fit. No, i
1: derrick henry is such a difficult thing because he's another guy that would be a rental and, and he's another like, guy know, who's not
0: going anywhere
1: running back value yeah i don't i don't think he'd be going anywhere um I don't know. With how running back value is, I don't know what team would be willing to trade for him. Because, again, you're yeah. going to have to give up assets, or you could just get him in free agency next year if you really wanted him. Um, yeah. So I'm like. The funny thing is, when I see I a trade
0: is. for Derrick Henry, and this shows you how unrealistic I think it is as a whole, the idea of Derrick or any, Henry going anywhere, I just think of like Madden. My brain just goes like, hey, let's hey, 49ers. Backfield, uh, no, Derrick Henry, no, no. Devo Samuel, and fucking, <laughs> fucking Derrick Henry. Kill me. Shoot me in the head and kill me. <laughs>
1: Fuck that. I'm
0: not wouldn't that, that be, so be so funny? Fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games until you get hit with a four-man backfield. The 49ers' end goal is by 2030 to have an 11-man backfield. <laughs>
1: I'm just not watching football anymore. I wouldn't
0: blame I'm giving you. up. Oh god, but it, um, wouldn't that be funny? I don't even
1: want to. So yeah, that's up. my prediction. Um,
0: Derrick Henry to the 49ers. Moving on. Uh,
1: okay, that's just the, I'm, that's just rapid fire these. Sure. I'm gonna. Why don't why don't why don't we name players and we'll just give some teams we think sure. can go to. Um, let's start with let's start with uh, Mr. Just a Guy, Jerry Judy.
0: Ooh, there's a lot of teams in the NFL who need wide receivers right now. That's tough.
1: It's the same kind of teams that would go for DeAndre Hopkins, but I think this would I be guess. even better.
0: Yeah, could you imagine him going to you the know, Chiefs? Same division. I
1: think I, I was gonna say honestly, I think the Chiefs is the best thing because I think if there's but any place where do you it think can be a wide project is Denver, no, going, not going yeah, to. exactly
0: right. Like you do not an, want to trade a wide receiver like who's as third tier as Jerry Judy is to <laughs> the, to the Chiefs. You know where you know where I think he could go? The third tier. Um <laughs> other than the third tier.
1: Um I would not have that much trouble seeing him in a Detroit Lions jersey. Um I don't think that's that that far out being like a wide receiver two behind amon Ross St. Brown like that would be like pretty I, nice. especially especially with such with yeah. such a good young Marvin team, Jones just out. and i I'm, I'm thinking cuz it's out of the conference too right like True. the broncos would probably be totally okay with trading yeah. jerry judy to detroit
0: okay well so the two options we were able to come up with lions and chiefs chiefs aren't going to happen he's going to the lions put your money on it okay moving on <laughs> um what else daniel uh,
1: hunter is another interesting one
0: daniel that's another lancher
1: like, oh right yeah so another like interesting one because it's an aging pass rusher i think it's again needs are similar to what brian burns is yeah. but i do think i do think brian burns is more well brian burns is more apt to sign with a team with a younger team like the jags i think daniel hunter could be more of a rental he's, he's for, definitely more for a, a team
0: yeah he's i like, could he's, see him being the type I could of guy see who we talked about the chiefs i actually really like you daniel know hunter to the chiefs I do too, but I think what would be even
1: better is Daniel Hunter to the Bills. Um, Ooh, I didn't even think of that. I think I think that would be um, an even better because who does who do the Bills have on pass rush? Like they're kind of struggling to get yeah. pressure on the quarterback. That's that's true. Why why did why did they just get beat by the Patriots? Um, true. Because Mac Jones actually had time in the pocket. I think the Patriots would be my uh, or the Bills would be my number one kind of thing. It's out of the conference. Um, the Bills would be the perfect kind of team that would want to take on a rental like that just to get them afloat again. Um, I think it's. I think that would be an interesting spot for him to go.
0: No, I agree. I think that it is a really interesting one. Uh, well, again, that's two big contenders who could potentially win the Super Bowl really any year. So, I mean, that's just a safe. I, pick. I
1: view. I view Daniel Hunter like I do um, Carlos Dunlap, honestly. Ooh. A younger Carlos Dunlap. Yeah, because, I was gonna say like, that's almost it's, an insult. It's, a, it's to... a, no, it's no, it's not. It's not. I don't. I don't take that as an insult because I'm thinking about Carlos Dunlap when he was traded to the Seahawks. You're thinking of because... like a
0: prime Carlos Dunlap.
1: No, I'm not even thinking of a prime Carlos Dunlap. I'm thinking of because I think Daniel Daniel Hunter. I think was better. Oh, he's still. Um, but oh, I,
0: is he still in the NFL?
1: No. Carlos Dunlap. Yeah, Daniel Hunter. I guess. I mean. God damn! I did not realize Daniel Hunter was only twenty-eight. That's really surprising to me.
0: Um, no, I knew but, he was under thirty, but uh, I still think that. I he's feel more like of he's rent- been in
1: the league forever, but yeah. I I do think he's more veteran. Rent- but I think of what Carlos Dunlap did for the Seahawks, like he just provided that extra little bit of veteran help to them when they needed it. Um, Eight and a and half he also sacks did isn't that bad. For the Chiefs. Neither. Like, um, I think I think Daniel Hunter could play that kind of role for a team. Um, yeah, and I think that would be. Um, uh, really good. You know what, like, I, I the more I think about the Bills fit, I think it works well. Like, him with Vaughn Miller, oof. Von Miller, once he gets back from injury, oof.
0: True. Yeah. Do you know when Vaughn Miller's supposed to be back?
1: That's a great question. Um, I what do, do not. Think?
0: Um, because, yeah, that would really determine that one for me. But anyway, we can move on. Uh, Chase He's Young. Back. He's practicing. If we want to stay on the D-line. He's back? He's practicing. Oh, okay. So they could potentially be coming out of the trade deadline with basically two fresh D linemen to go into the second would, year. Second half of the year. And
1: yeah. I think I think they need that with how badly they're struggling right now.
0: Yeah. four not, and three not is not what you should A good the, football team. Yeah, that should not be what the bills are. Okay. Well, we can what else do we got? I was gonna say Chase Young Chase, if you want to stay on the D line.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's another one. I think that's another, like, very similar to Brian Burns. I think Brian Burns is just more of a known commodity. Um, Chase Young is just worrisome because of the injury risk. Um, because he yeah. hasn't, like, when he's played, when he's played, he's been really good. It's just that he has not played a lot. He's been so consistently injured. Um, I don't know. It, it's kind of like, like, what teams do I think would be willing to take a risk? I honestly think this might be a little bit less, like, he has five sacks if you get Chase here. Young if you get Chase Young, I think you're you have potentially a star edge rusher for a long time. Yeah. But I also think that um would some of these teams want to take a risk when they're this close to the Super Bowl because it is a risk. Like I don't think you can yeah. deny that well, his injury history is you're age. trading
0: for potential, right? That's the thing with yeah. Chase Young because everybody thought he would take over the league, but the most sacks he's ever had in a year is still his rookie season with seven and a half. This year, he's probably, fingers crossed, going to beat that because he's already at 5, right? Which means that he's very much on pace to get over 10, which is impressive. But like you said, those injury concerns just pop up in your head and you go, do I really want to trade for a guy who the commanders are going to want a lot for because they are going to want a lot for the potential that they are giving up a star pass rusher, right? But I think...
1: It is at a reduced cost because his contract expires. Sure, sure. But that would also mean the team probably has to sign him.
0: Yeah. Which is kind of what I mean as well, where it's like, do you really want to invest that kind of money that Chase Young's probably going to want into... And keep in mind, that seven-and-a-half s- sack season was also in 2020. That was a while ago yep. now. Yep. Um, in terms of giving
1: a potential trade partner, I think... Um, let me know what you think about this i think him going again i'm gonna go cross conference because i think those are the easiest to kind of project yeah. out um i think he would provide something great in terms of a potential young talent to a team that if it doesn't work out it's like whatever it's fine we're not aiming to contend anyways um i think he would do great on the houston texans that just feels right um i think putting him, him on a will d-line anderson,
0: with will anderson yeah and also Ooh. freeing up
1: will Anderson who has not like popped this year that much oh no, yeah, um,
0: which is surprising because it felt like will Anderson was one of the bigger sure things in
1: this draft like home runs yeah I think you can unlock his potential yeah.
0: if you give
1: him maybe you can up, unlock or, both chase
0: sides young. potential maybe will yeah. Anderson helps chase young get open more right yeah yeah no I could definitely see it I think Houston is a really good example of that because think about it like this chase young's also only 24. And like you said, let's say they sign up to a long-term contract and he consistently gets his injuries figured out and consistently becomes a 10-sack guy on your D-line. You're set. You're good. That contract... Frankly, it's not like his skill level on the field needs to go up for you to feel good about that contract. The only thing that needs to yeah. get fixed is his injury concerns. Because he'll hit 10 yeah. sacks this year if he doesn't get hurt. He'll hit 10 sacks next oh, year he if he doesn't did. get hurt. Like, uh, for however many years, you just can't get hurt
1: yeah yeah and i and yeah i think that would be like because again i I think it's the risk factor and i think just because of the texans i think um you're not that upset if it doesn't pan out no that would be my big thing you suck for however many
0: decades at this point you can
1: live with another you're gonna need you're gonna need a few more pieces like a lot more pieces to become a super bowl team like i don't see them reaching that potential for another like two no, three years no they remind me of like the jags like i won't say like like they kind of remind me of the jags first year to trevor lawrence i i don't make that comparison quite the same because coaching but yeah. like in terms of the talent potential they had on that team they're kind of in the same place to me um there's a reason the Texans are 3-3 three and three and not like the Jags, 1-16, and 16, because it's D'Amico Ryans versus Urban Meyer, and one is a considerably better coach than the other. Um, <laughs>
0: it's not hard to be a but, considerably better coach than the other as well. Uh, yeah, no. like. Um, is there anybody else on this list that we the... want to try and touch on, you think? Anybody else that sticks out uh, to you? There's a lot of people on this list, so... I think uh, if you have more interest in the topic, definitely check out the article that we're looking at for this list is on the score by Dan Wilkins. It's a really good article. Like, it highlights over 25 players who could potentially be on the move, and there are a lot of good names here, and I'm sure I could just go down and list them, but I don't think there's much of a point. And we were never going to be able to hit all of them. Obviously, there's no way we were hitting 25 names if we spent close to 30 talking about Kirk Cousins alone. Like... It's just the type of thing where there's so many interesting things that can be said about so many different players on this lineup or just the lineup that you have here. The funny thing is a lot of them are on the same teams and a lot of them aren't necessarily bad teams, which is something that sticks out to me, where, like, I think of, like,
1: well, <laughs> well, well, I think a lot of these are bad teams. The well, Vikings are like an edge case.
0: Yeah. That's fair, I guess. I don't know. Do we want to touch on any other ones? Do any of them stick out to you, or are you good? You're happy with it. Um.
1: Not really. I mean, like some of them just feel not realistic. Um, yeah. The rest of them, a lot, a lot of these feel not realistic. But some of these. For example. So like a Bo- big
0: one would be like Darren Waller being moved after just signing a contract seems. Yeah.
1: whack. Buddha Baker and Saquon Barkley feel too important, even though their teams are not doing great. I don't see the Cardinals moving on from Buda Baker. No. I mean yeah. if they do, if they if they do, I mean, we don't it's not like we need them, but come to Seattle because if he <laughs> played college ball in Washington, that would be great. But that doesn't feel really Buda Baker, like...
0: Jamal Adams, and Quandre Diggs, Buda Baker,
1: Buda Baker, Jamal Adams, Quandre Diggs, Julian Love, Tariq Woolen, um, Devin Witherspoon, Trey Brown. If you ever wanted to try to beat the Legion of Boom, you do it like that.
0: Um, <laughs> where where do you even like Slide half of the safeties you just said,
1: like at that point you do what the Seahawks you do what the Seahawks always do where they do the three safeties they put Jamal Adams down yeah okay. and then they put I was like, gonna say at that point you just make Jamal Baker. Adams an
0: official linebacker <laughs> like at a certain point right like that's more what I meant where it's like at that point just say Jamal Adams is a middle linebacker and get it over with.
1: Then you have a linebacker core of Bobby Wagner, Jordan Brooks. Jamal and Jamal and Madden. Madden. That's
0: like some fucking Madden shit.
1: Yeah, the Seahawks defense is already really good. It's just their offense that needs to get their stuff together. Yeah. But no, I, I can really, I can talk about the Seahawks forever. I,
0: yeah, no, there's no one else that I really think sticks out to me too much. We're already crossing over the hour mark, so we gotta we gotta talk about some other stuff. So Yep. <laughs> let's talk about that baseball and basketball and hockey all the fun stuff. Okay. Good segment. Yep. We footballed! So, we're going to be getting into the Edmonton Oilers, and, who are, have started the season 1-3-1 and one, and are now dealing with an injured Connor McDavid. Already kind of a little bit rough way to start the year, obviously, not how they were looking to with all of the high hopes for, you know, a top line that featured Connor Brown and Evander Kane. I mean, there is a lot of ways that we could potentially start this, but, uh... What have your what have been your thoughts so far from a definitely not biased flames fan like myself of this Oilers squad? I mean, squad?
1: okay, from the biased perspective, like I love to see it. The Flames are doing terrible, but it gives okay, not some sort of solace. Okay,
0: don't we do not that, love to win the McDavid injury. We
1: do not love the McDavid injury. Absolutely like, that not. That that does suck. I'm it makes me happy that they were like sucking before McDavid got hurt. Like, yeah, let's let's um, clarify yeah. that. <laughs> we we do not, yeah. Yeah. Wishing for any player to get injured sucks, especially a guy like McDavid. No, who, as much as I hate to admit, we can we like can both admit as Flames
0: fans that it's not like uh, there's a lot of people in sports who do that. That's messed up. But anyway, the messed up. Um, the funny thing is, I look before, at the before even
1: before McDavid got hurt, they like they, they stayed they were still lost twice to the Canucks, lost to the Flyers, lost to the Jets in overtime.
0: It doesn't it's, feel that surprising. Um, it doesn't feel like it should be surprising, I guess. Well, they're losing to bad teams, which is the surprising part about it. That's the part.
1: And yeah. they're losing... They're not losing by small amounts. No. It isn't like they're in all of these games. No. Um,
0: the funny thing is, I look at this roster, and it makes sense that they should be losing, at least to a certain degree, because I, I hate that fourth line. I think that fourth line's terrible. Third line... Eh eh. It's like, Dylan Holloway, Ryan McLeod, Connor Brown. Eh. That's like... If you were to ask me to name a third line... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, it's nothing special. <laughs> that second line will forever be elite. Zach Hyman, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, that's great. Love that. Even if it doesn't have Dreisaitl on it for the time being, that's a great second line. Like, arguably the best second line in the NHL. And then you have... Still, currently their top line would be Drysidle, Kane, Janmark. That's pretty trash. But Leon. Well, Drysidle and
1: same. Kane. Drysidle and Kane. Like, I, I sure. Kane is still okay. I guess. um, Kane's a second line I think, winger at best. <laughs> I think the yeah, I do think the biggest thing for the Oilers was like defense too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's important to to point out because they've yeah. got they they have Bouchard. Who's a good young player, but past that, it's like Darnell Nurse hasn't quite lived up to what he's. At um, home, I don't think he's been having be. a good Ekholm's... season, from what
0: I've hear- heard. Ep-
1: yeah, and he's getting older. Um, Cody, Cody C.C. CC is doing it. Cody C.C. Never... things. He's never been a defensive defenseman, let's just say that. Um, yeah. Because they're not, like, again, they're losing by, again, Canucks 8 1. Like, yeah. losing by seven
0: goals losing by three and keep in up mind seven that was all back wild. before mcdavid went down yeah like uh and it is very strange
1: yeah and it, it's the kind of thing where i'm again like you pointed out these are bad teams and you wonder and they're getting into a stretch where they're playing good ones um, <laughs> yeah at least or even a even bit better like, yeah, like... Even just a little bit better, like, Rangers, Flames, Stars is bad. The Flames, maybe not as much, but the Stars are doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, the Rangers have looked okay. Um, facing the Canucks again, well, I wouldn't have said was a hard game before, but we've pe- seen they can obviously, to the Canucks.
0: Obviously, overreaction time. When, when do you think it's, is it time to hit the panic button with the with this Oilers team? Obviously, now you're starting to run into no. injury. Yeah, of course not. I'm just bringing in the idea up, where it's like, at what point with this type of team where you're being scored on that much, do you think maybe you should try and make maybe even a move, maybe just drastically change up the lines? What do you what do you do to try and fix a team that's on this big of a slide where you're being scored on eight times by the Canucks? I feel like you have to I mean they've
1: tried like I don't even know what the split is in between them starting Skinner and Campbell um that's a good question like I don't know because I I would say goalie change but I think they've already been doing that because like in that Canucks game that Canucks game has been kind of a microcosm of their whole season they I think they started Skinner and he didn't do great and he let up four goals and they put in Campbell and then he did the same thing and let up four more goals
0: um so so that's what I
1: would say to answer your question
0: on the goalie split currently Jack Campbell has played more games with four Stuart Skinner has three or even if you want to go to game started, game started Campbell for Skinner 2. So one of those games played is actually Stuart Skinner coming in for Campbell. They are both, okay. Jack Campbell is averaging 4 goals, three four and a half, 4.35. Jesus, that was way harder than it should have been. 4.35 goals against average, Stuart Skinner 4.29. Save percentage for Jack Campbell is .878, Skinner .814. Currently not great is what i'm trying to say both squat either way you look jack campbell 878 is better significantly but saying that a save percentage of 878 is good enough is pathetic you should like you cannot win a, with a save percentage under 900 hell maybe even under 905 910. like you can say whatever you want about teams not needing the best goaltending ten, goal in the league anymore you still need above 95, 910 and uh yeah. i think if i'm the oilers the question i've got to be asking myself like you said i i didn't look immediately towards the goaltending but that's definitely what our, where i would have gone next i definitely agree with you i think goaltending could potentially be something that you have to look to potentially change because you can't be letting in four goals a game you can't you yeah. can't win hockey it doesn't matter if mcdavid has another 150 point season it doesn't matter if dry settle has 130 right it doesn't matter if you're being scored on four times a game, it won't matter. Yeah, and I think I
1: I do think there's something in the idea, again. We're only, like, five, six games, and I think stuff yeah. will balance no,
0: out. But that's the fun part about all but, this. We get to overreact for a bit.
1: Yeah, there's underlying, like, there's obvious underlying concerns. And I think the McDavid injury, like, I don't think it's going to sink them. But I think it just exacerbates their issues more because they need to be, like their best selves soon or else they're going to yeah. continue this slide they need something to push them out of this slide and i think as good of a team as they can be i think mcdavid's injury just pushes them the end of that slide even further down the well line. like i don't know i don't know if they can get out of this um funk they're in without having mcdavid
0: and if you want to hear some crazy stats because i'm just looking at the oilers team right now dry currently still has 11 points in six games is sitting at a plus minus of exactly zero which you do not see very often with top line wingers like that expect or top line centers even like it's not very common to have that many points and still have gotten scored on enough where you are on the ice yeah like that's quite wild and obviously take whatever you want about plus minus you can say a lot about this one that i want to bring up evan bouchard so he has eight points in six games another very impressive feat for a defenseman to say to say the very least, I was very impressed with Evan Bouchard in the last in the playoffs and in the last year. He has a plus minus of negative eight. Oof. Which is depressing. That is terrible. This early in the season, terrible. That should that should be almost Evander Kane is also matching him in minus eight, but he still only has three <coughs> points on the year
1: it's cuz they've given up so many goals because again i think yeah. the issues lie a lot in yeah, their defense but, like, um, but
0: but the thing is that's a top line defenseman right yeah. you got to think about it like that where like usually you don't see that for top line defensemen. like go around the league anywhere <laughs> right like it's just not very common like and i mean it's
1: like i don't know i'm 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 thinking about Bouchard and i'm like it's a lot because I think they are kind of counting on him to be their number one guy, and yeah. he's still really young. Here. And He played really well last year. Here's but the I difference don't know between he's able to
0: shoulder that. Here's the funny thing, and I'm not just to be clear, absolutely throwing it out there. Kale McCarr is a lot better than Evan Bouchard, but Kale McCarr on the season, six games played, nine points. Fairly comparable seasons. Fairly comparable so far. Only a one point difference. Kale McCarr has plus seven on plus minus. And I know anybody watching this is going to butcher us for using plus-minus as an actual, like, in this way, where you're trying to actually make an argument with it. But it's just the type of thing where it shows how—it doesn't matter how good your players are doing. If you're being scored on that much, you're going to lose.
1: Yeah, it's not about, like—because, again, the issue with plus-minus is because it doesn't take into account what everybody else is doing. Yeah. because again like with plus minus it could be that the oilers aren't scoring a lot but i think this e- early in the season you were can seeing see that's from not the games issue. they have they're getting scored like it's because they're letting in seven yeah. eight goals like that is
0: the the issue um and even going and into just, this i hate to make myself do math again how many times have oh it even just does it for me so far how many games have the oilers played can we get an actual stat on that first Have they only played Um, five, or have they played more than that? they played seven. I believe they've they've played, yeah. Seven?
1: They've played... Do you have a guess how many goals they've they've had scored on
0: them? They've played six. They've played played six. six. How many goals do you think they've had scored on them?
1: Oh, I have the number in front of me, 27.
0: Yeah. Eh, What do you even say, right? Like, that is... They have the most ridiculous...
1: They currently have the most goals against in the league other than the Hurricanes, surprisingly. Um, that is Who surprising. have played seven games. But
0: so is the Oilers being scored on 27 times. <laughs> yeah. Like, all of this is surprising. Like, we, we could talk as much shit as we want, just as Flames fans, about the Oilers, but nobody saw this coming from this team. It's just incredibly shocking. And, I mean... You even talk. We we talked at the beginning of the year about how the Connor Brown expectations were way too high. He's currently six games in, zero points.
1: Again, uh, and and also, I mean, that was just I, I could have told you that, and I did. Yeah. Like we both had heavy doubts about that, and I think I said yeah. on this podcast. If you want to rewind, well, and find people that, were... and I said Connor Brown would not be on the first line past five games, and I think it took only like two or three.
0: And just to be clear, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to be clear. I was the one who was saying that the comparison of saying Connor Brown playing on top line for the Oilers was this, and saying that that was the same as John, Jonathan Drouin playing on the top line for Colorado is ludicrous, because it is. There is still such a big talent thing. And Jonathan Drouin so far failed for Colorado. Six points, one assist. like And you were, you were saying that you didn't think that one would work out, which is fair. I I definitely. I still think that if either of them is going to work, I still would have more belief than Drew in. But, uh. I mean. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Anything can happen yeah. when you're playing next to Connor McDavid, I guess.
1: But that's the thing, he's not going to be anymore. And that just makes yeah. it. Because I. And, and do you really want to break up your, that
0: second line to try and give him a second chance a little bit no, longer? No, no. So and he's like he's well, either you, that was the thing that everybody kinda knew going into this year. He's either top line or bottom line. <laughs> or third line, I guess. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, and it's like he's he was brought in to have chemistry with McDavid and he's yeah. not gonna have that anymore. Nope. And especially now that McDavid is out as many as two weeks. Like you're yeah. missing like potentially um, what, like six, seven games? And at the 6-7 game mark, you're you're at like 14-15 games played, and if they keep on this same stretch, I don't know how many wins they have. Um, yeah. I think it's a structural issue for this team. Um I think they didn't do nearly enough in the offseason because they signed Connor Brown and assumed that would fix other issues. <laughs> I think they're putting a, I think they're putting a lot on their young defense and I think neither goalie has really stepped up to the plate. Um I think defense, like, their offense their offense will be fine. They're in a little bit of a slump, but, again, against the Predators, they did put up six goals. It's not like they can't score because McDavid will be back, and you'll still be able to score with the pieces they have. But it's like you're looking at this defense and this goal tending, which has always been the issue, along with depth for the Oilers. Um,
0: yeah, it's been the same story for just... the last ten years.
1: And people thought it would be different because you brought in Connor Brown. Like, is that what we're saying?
0: (laughs) Well, it's also the fact that you can try. Forward was never going to be the way about it. Like, bringing in forwards was never going to be the way to fix it because you cannot sit here in front of me and tell me that another 50-point forward is going to be what saves Edmonton when when they had like four 100-point scorers or over 80-point scorers last season. That's not your issue. Scoring's not your issue. It's never been your issue. Like, everybody knows that Edmonton can score. That's not new. Their issue is keeping a consistent goaltender on a year-to-year basis. We've seen them kind of do better with that, hopefully with Stuart Skinner panning out. But even there, you're starting... And we are seeing them start to... They've developed defensemen since we've started to have that conversation of Mm -hmm. them having terrible defense, obviously. Like uh, I think of Darnell Nurse, who has been there since the beginning of these conversations. Where sure, Connor McDavid can score. Who are but you going to have to stop the other more, team from matching him?
1: It's more of a scoring thing for Darnell Nurse too. To your point, like again, it's more. He's more of an offensive defenseman. Like when you put him yeah. actually back there defending, he's a little bit more of a liability. Well, that's where it's like that team is not quite in balance.
0: And I think that was the idea with bringing in Ekholm last year was to give him a defensive defenseman to play next yeah. to it just hasn't panned out at all with Eckholm so far having uh frankly not great season <laughs> like uh yeah. and not great is a nicer way to put it I think he's been and most Edmonton fans would tell you that he's another guy on their team that has above minus five plus minus which is just again say what you will about plus minus it's there for a reason and it does still tell you something and it shows you that they've been scored on it a lot. It shows of you that that Edmonton top defensive pairing has been consistently getting scored on at a, a ridiculous pace. That's yeah. what that says to you. That's what it says to me. Yeah. Like, it's. Yeah. Like, uh, that's I. The, that's it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah. Like, that's. I mean, I, I think that's the biggest thing. It's just their. Yeah. It's their defense as a system, as a whole. They need better defense from everywhere from the top down they need better defensive forwards they need they just had such a focus on scoring that when they get scored on seven eight times a game they don't have enough to come back from it that's their issue who knows whether they'll be able to bounce back from it i think the mcdavid injury exacerbates it a lot but i don't know it's going to be an interesting like next month or so for the Oilers because i think that as, mo- as little as we can draw from the first six or so games, I think the next yeah. month will tell us a lot about who this team is.
0: Yep, and uh, goaltender, we talked about goaltending earlier. Goaltenders can be streaky. Who knows? Might yeah. One of them might bounce back. Both of them might bounce back. Who knows? Maybe Jack Campbell will finally stop getting a touchdown scored on him every game. We'll just have to see. I think a situation where we don't see the Oilers somewhere near the top of the Western Conference by the end of the year would be very strange.
1: It would be surprising,
0: to say the least. but. Yeah. Uh, with this pace, with this pace, who knows? who knows? Hey, hold on to this pace, Oilers. Stick, make sure to stick yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. We like you at the bottom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Moving on to the MLB, we've seen the last couple days um, the two teams coming out of the AL and NL have finally been secured, and then a postseason of lots of upsets, lots of series going multiple different ways. Um, we've had two really great um, ALN, NLCS series. We've had both of them go to game seven, which I don't know if you saw our segment last week, but hey, look at this. Seven game series provide lots of drama and maybe you shouldn't limit it to only three games. Oh my God. Wow. MLB, what's going on here? Um, yeah, say, lots the biggest of great shocker,
0: play- I think, from this entire thing is is Arizona team not sucking complete ass. Yeah. Oh, I guess um, the Suns. Never mind. I'll take that back. I retract that statement. The Suns oh, are good. There
1: we go. The Suns are good. Um, but yeah, like two, two teams like in an MLB standpoint that have not been very good for very long. Um, the Rangers, I I know they are only a few years removed from like, losing a, almost 100 games. Um, they had some terrible seasons before this, and they've really bounced back this year and kind of taken people by surprise. And it's kind of the same thing with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Um, coming off there they i viewed them as more of a young resurgent team and my um playoffs preview we i think we both had them out going out pretty early which uh, wouldn't have even been that much of a disappointment but it feels like they've really overachieved um especially against a team like the phillies who had just come off knocking off the to be clear they're going to need to
0: overachieve again they're going like we in every single segment we talk about baseball we talk about budget because that's such a big topic in baseball and it always will be but like even just that's where my brain immediately goes cuz I think about the players that the Rangers brought in last offseason to make this push including DeGrom like uh, I know they brought in other people my brain just is not baseballed up currently like you know what I mean they've they've spent a lot of money and it's paid off for them and yeah. I think uh, that's been the story for the Texas Rangers the last year would the amount of that they put into this season work out for them because usually it doesn't that's the funny thing like we see the yankees doing it they suck we see the mets doing it they suck like and then all of a sudden we see this texas rangers squad and they're good and it feels like they shouldn't be because they spent a boatload of money and all of a sudden they're winning (laughs) yeah (laughs) which almost feels weird
1: the Diamondbacks is almost the it's the opposite the opposite, of, yeah. the opposite of that where it's more development where they're not signing any big free agents or and you like know you said, uh, the Blue they're... Jays
0: developing one of their better players cuz you know who would ever do that who would ever like trade away one of your better catchers to a team for a guy who can't hit a baseball for shit like who would ever do that what like <laughs> what team in their right mind would ever ever do that like you know I'm not a Blue Jays fan <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> I think we could both take some, like.
0: Oh yeah, because they're be closer. In this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, because of um, that
0: too.
1: Of what? Uh, Why his name slip like Paul Seawold? Um,
0: yeah. Like I, I think I. You didn't can also join the Diamondbacks being good support group.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I'm I'm thinking of even on the Rangers side, just as a Mariners fan, it's so frustrating because we've been taking their playoff spot with like two. Yeah. Know. Simeon. Anyways.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> that's another one. That um, one still burns because he was so good for us, and then he just left.
1: Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I forgot that he's on um, the Rangers now. That's kind of crazy. They've um, yeah, got him. Then you've got like Corey Seager's been playing really well. Um, that's another another guy on the on the Rangers but just looking at um this World Series matchup to me as as more of a more of a casual baseball fan it feels like one of the most interesting like matchups of teams that we've gotten so far and kind of speaks to how surprising yeah. this postseason has been um because i feel like you get the same kind of stock teams the past few years you've had um what like the like Dodgers, Dodgers Yankees one, and,
0: Red Sox
1: yeah or even like even like the past the past few years, um, yeah. like the the Dodgers is the big one that I'm I'm, I think of. But um, try yeah like, it, it's just you these non-traditional like, there's, teams. There's
0: just generally when it comes to baseball, there's a couple teams you think of as being the top of the top, and we've kind of seen it. This is this could be seen as a change of the guard, if you will, and it's also a little bit of we're seeing the Texas Rangers they they've consistently been in the higher up of the in the spending department for sure but i think uh this is potentially one of their they're moving into the the conversation where they're up there almost they're up there they, no they're not almost they are up there with teams like the Braves Astros Cubs Yankees Mets Phillies in team spending right and yeah. uh I, I wonder if that's a spot that they plan on holding on to and who knows maybe the depending on how this world series goes, maybe the diamondbacks try and start spending more money so that they can stay there. Cause Arizona, it's a spot where teams have been struggling a little bit to succeed, obviously in the desert. Right. And now that we're starting to see Arizona actually have some good sports teams, what are the, what are the owners going to be willing to do to keep them? Right. Yeah. So like to, to build off of, um, actually having it up in front of
1: me, like, You're thinking of teams like, especially the last few years, the Dodgers and Astros, like Astros was the big one, Um, that have just been continually in contention. It just feels like the same kind of teams. Um, There's some outliers in there, like the Nationals winning it in 2019, Um, but otherwise it is kind of the same team. So it's refreshing to see, like, the Diamondbacks, who have been once in 2001. I will
0: say it will be a lot more refreshing. I, as much as I'm cheering for Simeon, just as a Blue Jays fan, I I gotta say if the Diamondbacks win it this year, that'd be so cool. Cause we're seeing yeah. a team. It's it'd be like a lot of people were cheering for the Orioles for like a very similar reason to if the Diamondbacks win, right? Where it's it's a team that is not known necessarily as a consistently good baseball team, but they're here and they're ready to. They're going they're to, to fight for it, right? They're built off. They're built
1: off like young talent too. Like I know like um. Corbin Carroll was a guy on the yeah. Diamondbacks who has been um, like consistently great for them this year as a young player. Their roster's kind of built around youth. Um, it feels like a, he's, been, a little, he's been
0: one of those guys who is almost not talked about as much because we've seen a lot of really good rookies come out in the last year or two, but he's yeah. one of those, guys, those younger players in the league that should be getting talked about more because he's been great. Like uh, 25 home runs... Nothing to talk, nothing to be mad about, especially at 23. Very impressive. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he's one of those guys who should be talking, be talked about more for sure. Mm Mhm. Um. Yeah, it's just it's just so like I think the the
1: Diamondbacks are. It's the Diamondbacks in particular, because again, you highlight it with the Rangers of how they're they're a little bit more like the baseball kind of old guard they spend a lot more money but it's just so fascinating because it's just like nobody expected them to be in this situation yeah um where there was i don't know if you saw this but there was the um there's a radio announcer who said that if the diamondbacks came back from down three two to win the series he'd retire um and so he ended up having to retire because of the prediction that he made it's, it's the kind of thing nobody, nobody saw this coming. Um, the this announcer's the curse staking, lives. <laughs> staking their careers on it. Um, yeah. It feels like a special run, and I do feel like, like you said, like, I don't know, obviously you, you kind of hope for their sake that they can pull it off because it feels like the kind of thing that's kind of influenced a little bit more by luck. Um, yeah. Because, again, like you can build a team like the Atlanta Braves and get out in the first playoff series that you play um it feels like a pretty special run in that regard um so hopefully they can pull it off it's gonna be tough though because
0: yeah i'm definitely rooting for the diamondbacks for sure
1: yeah it's gonna and, be tough uh, with uh, the roster that texas is pulling out and how pretty they had a slump later in the season i believe um but they've been pretty consistently good and obviously both of these teams getting hot in the playoffs
0: yeah. Well, this is going to be the thing where it's it, neither of these teams were necessarily favorites. If I were to say one was a bigger favorite than the other, obviously the Rangers. But uh, it's the just the type of thing where it's two teams with hot hands, right? Either of them could yeah. explode for a ridiculously high point game at any point. Like I think this is going to be an explosive slugfest of a World Series, to say the least. I think we've no matter who wins. I think this will be close. I think it'll be a really, really good series. I know I'll be tuning in to watch it. I'm definitely excited. I I think another yep. thing with this Diamondbacks team is they have a lot of potential to be really good for a really long time. Like uh, like you mentioned, Corbin Carroll, obviously the catcher Gabriel Moreno that we gifted to them. Like another big one that immediately pops into my head is like for example. Uh, zach gallon if you want to name another younger guy that's a pitcher for them i believe he's been one of their stronger starters off the top of my head i'm trying to think of guys who he's i guess he's only 28 28 okay never mind he didn't have that great of year he's just the first guy that pops to into my mind but you know what i mean this this is a team that i don't know if i personally would have said that they were going to be as good as they are but good for them for making it this far, and good for them for it, when you see this potentially kicking the Texas Rangers' ass if they do that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if I, I mean, a pe- pe-
1: people people have doubted people have doubted the Diamondbacks this far because they other than I'm looking at this roster for the Diamondbacks, and other than like Corbin Carroll, who's really caught on um, as a rookie, and like Evan Longoria is another um, guy name I recognize. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but he is obviously getting up there in age. It's not like he's yeah. been carrying the team. Well, he um, he
0: never was. He never was. Yeah,
1: like he's he's team. more of the veteran support. Like versus a team like Texas, where they have um, Max Scherzer as their starting pitcher, um, Marcus Demian, uh Corey Seager. Like even like even then, it's not comparable to lots of the big names so, we've seen in the playoffs. But I I, I do think it's. Um, I do I do think it's interesting just in terms of the parody that we've seen in the playoffs
0: yeah
1: well it's been nice to see
0: for sure and especially if... like
1: if you if you consider the opposite of this like what would have happened if it I feel like all of us would have been so much more disappointed if it was Astro's Phillies because that's that's I think the stereotypical matchup you could give that's just been the case the last few years
0: and uh something that I wonder if it uh would impact your want for the Diamondbacks to win it. Because I'm pretty sure I remember a certain news thing that we talked about earlier in the offseason related to this player. Give me a second. Give me a second to confirm. Give me one second. Is this who I think it is? Crap. Now I can't find it. Tommy fam. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I, I was I'm gonna just. Gonna, that out. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Does that impact your ability to trade for the Arizona Diamondbacks? <laughs> no, no.
1: no. Texas is Texas is still. I like. I'm. I'm a fan of a team in the AL West. I don't want Texas to win. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, just. Yeah, do you <laughs> Simon, do you do you ha- do you have a prediction? Do you have a prediction for what this World Series will look like?
0: Uh, all of a sudden, we hear John Cena or Stone Cold's music. The Dodgers come down the tunnel, win the World Series. That's my prediction. <laughs> so then I end up being right all along, like WWE style. Either that, or if gun to my head, probably Rangers. That's what it feels like. I
1: yeah, like that's my, the way my guts. this my gut says Rangers in six, but I, I, my gut would have picked against the Diamondbacks for all of these other series. Yeah, that played, that's the tough thing, realize. isn't it? I don't right? know. I don't know if I do trust my gut because the Rangers just feel like the more experienced, better team overall. But I feel like the the Diamondbacks just have this like momentum and this um, quality to them that's kind of unique. Um, but it, it it does feel like on this big of a stage, like the Rangers will take it. Like I, I'm gonna say Rangers in six. There's
0: but... so much more experienced, which I think I hate to bring that into it when you've we've already seen the Diamondbacks just destroy a lot of more experienced teams, obviously. But like World Series matchup, right? We're talking about that. <sighs> yeah, like when you have Max Scherzer as your starting pitcher in the World Series, getting up in there, this is his last chance to win a World Series. He's not losing to the Diamondbacks. Yeah, it would like, be. It would that'd be... be so weird. Like, and I'm not saying that as I'm cheering against the Diamondbacks. Obviously, I hope that the Diamondbacks can win this. I think if I, I'll be cheering for them. I if I have to choose if I have to choose one, I will be going with the Rangers though.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, isn't it funny that. Uh... Do you know? Do you know what team Max Scherzer started his career with?
0: Yeah, the Diamondbacks. Is it not? Yeah, yeah. There, yeah, I, I did not that. I did. I did not. I know did that, know, but know that. that, that I would, did know that. I just forgot
1: about it. That would be a pretty yeah. Because I'm I always think of him as um, either like Detroit or Washington. Like those yeah. are the teams that I associate with him. Yeah. Um, that would be a pretty cool full circle moment. Yeah, of to course. To see it would. him take out his starting team, like. That feels about right. That feels about right. I don't know. I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give my final prediction. No, he was drafted Rangers by six. St. Louis. But where? Who did he start? Like, who did he play his uh, first MLB game for?
0: Oh, never mind. I see what you mean. Okay, yeah. I was like Diamondbacks sounds right, but I look. I was looking at the stats anyway, and I was just like, why does it say St. Louis? Because that also sounds right. I just remember him playing for a team of the red jersey. Truthfully, <laughs> <laughs> Diamondbacks makes sense though, for sure. So, yeah. uh, oh, it was also, it's also what the MLB
1: does where, like, oh. the Cardinals picked picked him in, like, the th- 43rd round, but then he didn't sign, so then he, the, he got selected again in the first round, like, the next yeah. year.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, so, you you also agreed Rangers? Th- those are our two points? I'm gonna say,
1: I'm gonna say Rangers in six, yeah.
0: Okay. Rangers, yeah. I'll say, let's make it let's make it interesting Rangers at seven okay yeah, yeah. We'll,
1: we'll see how it goes it'll definitely be an interesting world series and I'll
0: for it, sure. it's
1: one where I'd actually be looking forward to tuning into baseball which says a lot I think it's a yeah
0: I'll, I'll I'm going to be watching it as much as I can for sure
1: thank you guys so much for watching trick play podcast this week um hope you guys stick around follow us on all social media platforms we got Instagram we got TikTok we got YouTube we got everything um yeah, and if you want to see us yeah. on the audio podcast no, <laughs> Oh,
0: god it. I was um, like I took the ten seconds you, to math it out in my brain to figure out yeah, what side it was on. If you
1: if you wanna see us on the audio podcast, that's side, always so tough. Like CNR- <laughs> if you don't like CNR ugly monks, then go find us at the the Trick Play Podcast or the Trick Play podcast at the Fresh Take Network. Yeah. Um, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Um yeah, tune in next week. We'll be doing lots of I you guys may have noticed we didn't hit the NBA at all this week. That is partially because we will be doing it quite a bit next week with the season getting started up. We're going to do a little bit of a season preview, so if you are a big basketball fan make sure to tune in for next week. We're going to be giving a lot of Um,
0: predictions similar to what we did with the NFL and the NHL. So make sure to join in for that just because you're going to get watch probably both me and Caleb make a fool of ourselves because no matter what I might me or Caleb might think we know about basketball, neither of us are big-brained enough to pick the Houston Rockets to win, <laughs> or for example. Because you never know. You never know who's going to win at all, except when you do. So we'll see yeah. what happens. It'll definitely be a good right. one. Um,
1: mm-hmm. I will. We Maybe we'll make some more stupid predictions. Um yeah, i I'm gonna. I'm gonna give my. I'm gonna give an anti shout out this week. I'm. It's. It's. Okay. It's the kind of. It's the kind of week to hate on things instead of shouting out things. I haven't done that nearly enough. Um, I think you have. My anti shoutout okay, Continue. <laughs> okay. No, I don't. I don't think I've done nearly enough of a hater. There's always potential to be more of a hater. That's true. Um,
0: you can always hit a higher my, hater mark.
1: You always could, and I think my hate is gonna go to why. Do companies feel like they can price gouge the shit out of us just because it's on a university campus? Um, oh, I, oh, 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 Caleb, I, you're about to
0: make this outro an hour long. <laughs>
1: I, today, I went to this place. Um, it's kind of it was a cool place. Like that, we went yeah. to this coffee shop, um, yep. and it was like the the venue was cool. Like it was a cool place. Um, I liked the ambiance. Great um but i got i got this like weird coffee thing i don't even know i'm not a big like i'm not the biggest coffee guy so i got some sort of like iced coffee thing that's in a container maybe this this big like it's a respect the one size they had yeah um it's decent um and can you guess how much that was this is not including tax um more
0: really seven bucks
1: a little bit more 795 not before tax um, which was just brutal it was that, that was, was pretty brutal. good that was pretty good that was like the coffee was good not worth eight bucks and then I decided to get <laughs> I don't this know chocolate if I
0: anything cake. I don't think I'd pay eight bucks for a lot of things
1: <laughs> it was pretty bad I don't really know what I was doing but then I was yeah. like I was really hungry so I decided to get this chocolate lava cake that was an additional five bucks. And this was just, like, this isn't worth five bucks. This was just terrible. This is, like, the driest garbage I've ever had in my entire life. Um, Because it's, like, when you're expecting a chocolate lava cake, you want it to kind of, like, melt away when you break into it. But this just felt like somebody baked a piece of chocolate cake for, like, their son's birthday and put it up for $5 at the cafe. (laughs) Like, I don't really know. And it's just, it's so dumb because you know that if, if this cafe was anywhere else, they would not get away with charging this much. Yeah. Because (laughs) where I go to school is so isolated and, like, all university campuses are kind of isolated from everything else. And you know that they have college students who are, like, up at 2 a.m. studying for their last final and just on their last straw that they're willing to pay, (laughs) like, that much for coffee. Yeah, Like, come on, come on, guys. Like, do better. Don't stop taking advantage of... (laughs) university students we already have enough money to pay in tuition don't make us pay eight dollars for a goddamn coffee that's my rant i'm sure you have more to add to that
0: i definitely do because i definitely have similar stories where i am a big iced tea drinker i my uh particular poison is generally peace tea and i remember i went across the street actually from my campus walked across the street to the gas station Across the street, I want to emphasize across the street. This was officially off campus, and walked in and bought a PST. Just one PST. You buy it at most gas stations, it would be probably two fifty. Probably, this thing cost me four bucks. Yeah. Like, and I was so pissed. <laughs> I I was like, because PSTs are great. I ain't paying four bucks for a PST. They're great because you could go to. Sobies and buy 10 of them for 10 bucks yeah yeah uh my anti shout out, i just had it in my head oh yeah um having to tip for everything when it makes no sense this is one that pops up for me again on campus we've got a we've got like an, a student-run little like uh, uh what are they called uh whatever little little thing where you can go buy coffee muffins all that the whole nine yards, right? And uh, I go to buy myself a giant muffin that they have, which are actually they slap their great muffins because I was on four hours of sleep after studying for probably the entire night and and was dying and needed some sort of sustenance <laughs> to stay alive. <laughs> and I walk up to—I pick up the muffin, walk up to the counter, and they bring the tip thing up up on me. This muffin already costed four bucks. (laughs) I am not giving you it. I I grabbed this muffin myself. If I'm tipping you, I better have to tell you I want the muffin. You have to walk around the counter (laughs) behind me and grab it. Walk all the way back around. If I'm tipping you, I'll tip you if you do that. If I have to grab my own muffin, I'm not tipping you. That's my anti. There you go.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's it's all the it's always the little like screen they give you. Yeah, right? With the, like, yeah, tip yeah, yeah. And yeah. you really have to and you have to do it in front of the person. Um, to, well, like, that's show the funny like, thing. Hey, like,
0: I'm not tipping you. That's the funny thing, isn't it? Where like I'll press not tipping after I grabbed my own muffin and brought it to the counter, because I'm a big boy, and uh, they and I'll press zero and I'll just see the lady. She's trying to not get upset, but she's kind of like you asshole. And I'm just like... You can just, like, feel it. You feel <laughs> a little broke. bit of guilt, even though you shouldn't. Like, <laughs> I'm a broke college student. I ain't got that kind it's of like, money. like, what do they expect? You think I expect? got muffin-tipping fuck-you money? Are you kidding? <laughs> no. God, no. Oh, and it's my like, God. I,
1: think the, I think the worst place I've seen this is at McMahon Stadium. I went there with my dad, and we got popcorn, which, again, is literally... They have it pre-made in the And bag, just to be clear... just go like this... Yeah. It's garbage popcorn. Yeah, of course. So they should turn around, grab it, and put it down. <laughs> and I remember my dad, my dad was um my dad got sucked in by it. So he they get the two things of popcorn for me and my dad, and like two drinks or whatever. Yeah. And they give him the tip option and they're already overpriced as hell. So like fifteen percent is <laughs> oh, like another so five dad, bucks or yeah, whatever. Yeah, your dad tipped them? My dad tipped them, yeah. but then he then he paid, and then he he said he got a craving. So he says Oh, like, he's already paid, but he said, Oh, could I just quickly get another thing of M&Ms that I can ring up real quick? Yeah. Um, and so they ring up the M&Ms, and the tip option comes up again, and my dad tips them again. <laughs> Your dad's apparently too nice face. of a guy. <laughs> I can see it in his face. Like, I can see the, conf- the conflict in his face. But oh. the automatic thing just goes for the 15% tip button. I'm like, Dad, oh, my God, you didn't have to. These McMahon Stadium people yeah. are making so much money. <laughs>
0: off of off of your dad wanting M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is actually oh. ridiculous. That's why I'm happy that, like, uh, I know that that's how I'd be if I didn't have the mental pat on the back of saying I am a broke college student who barely has enough money to pay for my own coffee. Like, yeah. <laughs> most days where it's just like, I can't be... Buy you a coffee when I buy me a coffee. That that ain't how this works. <laughs>
1: yeah, and yeah, it's like. I don't That's know, why I, Timmy's my is my it's favorite. It's so dumb.
0: They, Timmy's never. Yeah, they made don't me tip Tim, anyone.
1: Tim's doesn't do that. That's why Star. That's where. That's the Starbucks difference. The Starbucks flips it around and asks if you want to tip five bucks. The Tim's just like.
0: Starbucks flips it around and makes you pay five bucks without the tip.
1: Well. And then, and then they add on the tip, and it's more Actually, like yeah, hours. my
0: other reverse shout-out is all the stupid Starbucks drink names. Like, another... I've told this story. I don't think I've told this on the podcast, but I still think this is a funny story. This is the story everybody who doesn't go to Starbucks has at some point in their life. Um, so, I was in... I was... I maybe shouldn't say... Play, ah, whatever. I was in Kelowna f- over uh, Thanksgiving break, right? So, overall, I was there with my girlfriend and my family. We were all just hanging out and she is not normally a starbucks drinker she thankfully thankfully thank the (laughs) lords (laughs) thank the lords above and uh but she but went in rome right that type of thing why not get one while we're there and she for whatever reason i don't remember why anymore didn't like couldn't go in herself i think she wanted to do something else and just gave me her order she said about 10 different words in about seven different languages. <laughs> yeah. And I I had to write it down. <laughs> I wrote down this entire thing, pronounced every word wrong. This lady at the Starbucks, the Starbucks cashier is looking at me like I'm a six-year-old idiot, <laughs> like, <laughs> who doesn't know anything. And then at the end of it, they, they start, they make it, and then they call me over and go, do you want, like, to sprinkle, like, like some like cinnamon garbage like they said another word in front of cinnamon so that's how you know it was fancy it must have been like do you want like burnt cinnamon sparkled on top of it and i was like i <laughs> i am the wrong person i i the only thing i like in my coffee is my coffee thanks so yeah but at the end of the day the, the thing ended up costing like seven bucks like this big <laughs> it's very depressing so
1: you get a you get a tall you get a tall <laughs> tall being the small one tall Welcome Grande to... venti oh trenta it makes no
0: fucking sense i could go on a thousand rants about why i hate starbucks but yeah no it is i don't even
1: ha- I, I mean it is ridiculous i don't even hate starbucks that much though oh, they I make watch. the drinks that are kind of like chocolate milkshakes and i really like it no
0: I would rather drink tasteless garbage from Tim Hortons for two dollars. <laughs> Not saying that Timmy's is tasteless garbage, but if it was tasteless garbage, I would rather drink tasteless garbage. I would rather make instant coffee than have a Starbucks coffee most days. Which anybody yeah, just, who is a coffee drinker would know that that is basically a ludicrous statement. But I fully, I feel so sick to my stomach after spending that much on a drink then I would just rather have instant yeah. coffee which would yeah, actually it's, it's make pretty me bad. Sense. As
1: a, as a as someone who's not as as someone I feel like I'm pretty neutral. I go to both Starbucks and Tim's. Um I just I, and when I go to Starbucks I just don't think about the price. Like I Yeah, you have to. To you, have to. To
0: you have to. You have to. You have to
1: when I realize I'm paying $7 for this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think you just have to be willing to accept that, right? Cuz Yeah. I
1: it's nice when you have gift cards though. That's I sure. get. It. I Starbucks gift cards are are, are like Timmy's gift cards great. are the I,
0: best gifts ever.
1: Yeah, Starbucks is another gift card. Like I paid, I paid twenty cents for my Starbucks drink yesterday. The funny thing cards, it was
0: great. I can, I got, I can tell you right now, the one gift that I remember the most from last Christmas was a Timmy's gift card with twenty five bucks on it, that I got from someone. That gift it card you through. was awesome. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. That was a great gift, because it's the type of oh, yeah. thing where everybody disses buying people gift cards. Let's like bring that back. It's kind of nice. Buy me it's Timmy's gift nice. cards. <laughs> that's it's what I. That's nice. what I want like, for for gifts for now on. For yeah, for, just a stack of gift cards. Yeah, this is a. This is just to all of my family. Christmas or like birthday related, just buy me Timmy's gift cards. Seriously. This. That's this that's is why. Th- no,
1: this is why you work at a as a at like a, a summer camp for a job. Yeah. The parents who
0: showed up with these bad boys. Oh, that is sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty sweet. Shout out shout Ooh. out to the parents who Here's another rant as people in Tim's good card. You want to hear another fun rant that nobody will relate Let's... to except to me for me because not a lot of people are commentate sports games, surprisingly. I know a niche audience, <laughs> but uh the when you're about to call you're middle of a game and they decide that the on campus Tim Hortons won't open on weekends just despite you, and that's the only reason they don't have <laughs> it open. Just despite me. Because they know that Simon Cheskovsky is going to be dying halfway through his first soccer game that he has to call that day, needing a coffee. But now nah, we just won't be open today.
1: Nah. Yep. Yeah. No. No. I as as not a sports commentator. I still get that. There's a Tim. So there's <laughs> that we have three Tims on campus. Yeah. And like, if you if you guess it, because two of them are closed. Two of them are closed on. Um, there's only one on you should the should
0: watch me try and call a game with no coffee. <laughs> if you, if you guess, no if you guess wrong, or, yeah. Shout out to coffee,
1: anti-shout out to how expensive it is. That's yeah. The, that's, the, that's the main message.
0: Shout out to the second uh, school <laughs> school debt I'm going to be going into just on Timmy's Coffee yeah <laughs> taking out double the loans just so i can get that sweet double double in the morning <laughs> this is the, how it be to wrap up to wrap up the outro uh listen
1: yeah. to our podcast so that we can get enough listeners to eventually pay for our, our crippling coffee <sighs> wouldn't
0: actually. that be the dream yeah can we start a, we should what? start a trick play timmy's fun like kick yeah kickstarter yeah, trick, get trick simon kickstarter. and caleb more coffee
1: Yeah, I think it's a great great I would invest. Would you invest? I would donate. I would donate. Yeah, you better donate.
0: Think about the benefits, (laughs) such as a less pissed off Simon most of the time. (laughs) That'd be great. Yeah. And also another thing, I would die much earlier because I'd be drinking three coffees a day. (laughs) So those are all things, all things you can fund your money towards. Remember, ugh, It'd be terrific. Give me your money. <laughs> you know all that hard work money you work all day to do it. Give it to a college student so that he can buy multiple coffees that he doesn't need.
1: It's a great idea. Yeah.
0: It is a great idea. That, or we should just start a fund so that we can start a trick play sports gambling thing where the entire idea is actually who can lose more money. I've thought that for a while. Like, t- like do a flip on it. Like, just put a... Pu- put a m- bunch of money together and just compete to see who can lose more money but you have to like put it on a s- certain percentage yeah like you still have to so you have to basically bet i mean you're basic like you know what i mean you, you i'm not changing anything about the way i make predictions i'd lose lots of money just oh as no I, am. I would too yeah yeah no there's a god yeah, there's a, it's a good thing that this isn't a sports betting podcast. That would go. That'd be bad. Yeah, we have just guaranteed the Diamondbacks win the World Series. By the way, we did. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, we were both smart. Sorry, sorry Rangers fan. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. So uh, just to be clear, you're willing to say you'll jump in the ocean if the Rangers don't win the. the I've <laughs> still got to jump in the. I've st- still got to jump in the ocean once. We ain't I've we ain't letting you off once the but... hook. <laughs>
1: uh. It's happening. It's, it's happening, happen. and, and it gets and it, and it gets worse for me the colder it gets here. So th- honestly, like you guys are getting a more
0: entertaining yeah, experience true. the longer that's I wait. That's true. Oh, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep tuning in because it'll it'll be it'll be there at one point. Don't you worry. Keep tuning in. It'll happen eventually. Yep. And I can just imagine though if uh, if the flames had lost that first game and then I waited this long to jump in the Bow River. It is currently minus yes, 20. Yes, it's snowing. Yeah. It is yeah. minus 20. <laughs> well, you would be you would be the- hearing me waiting going like, "Oh, next week. Next week. Next week." By Imagine imagine <laughs> living in a
1: city where it's not um currently like positive temperatures. That couldn't be me. Yeah. Couldn't be me.
0: Couldn't couldn't be Vancouver, right?
1: It's great here. It's great here. Oh, I don't yeah. know I don't know what year currently like 10 degrees we're just living it up
0: it's yeah 12. vancouver's pretty cool except for the fact that you know canucks but yeah <laughs> it's okay it's okay canucks are okay most of the time sometimes they beat the oilers they can't be that bad oh that's true they did they also have petterson and you know quinn hughes and probably someone else you know they've got a pretty good team demko oh yeah that's true they do have a goalkeeper that's a very good point. Yeah, they do have somebody who goes in between They've... the pipes and sometimes stops shots. <laughs> sometimes. Okay, than, that'll do it. Twenty minute save. outro.
1: More than you can say for the Flames. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we this week we we tried to keep uh, our other segments lower.
1: And. And. This is what happened. Our outro is yeah.
0: Also another thing, um, another thing I'll add on. I'm probably gonna if I have time this week try and find an opening song for the podcast so that we can do a cool intro if it's on the podcast and you've somehow for some reason made it this far let me know what you think like what do you think yep. of the new intro that probably isn't there <laughs> if and if it's not you'll know what to expect next week it's gonna be nuts yep just wait until we get like it's gonna have explosions and not really you know it's gonna be great <laughs> full-on michael oh, yeah. intro yeah, that'll do it. Thank you again for watching the podcast. Follow and subscribe everywhere that you can, because you can. It's free. It doesn't hurt anything. It just makes number go big. And number go big makes Simon's brain go ooga-booga. So big number, <laughs> big number good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So subscribe. See you next week, hopefully. See ya. See you.